I've never felt restricted with the piano. I've never felt, you know, you have to do it this way. You have to follow this progression. You have to, you know, I've never felt like that, which is, which is nice because to me, it's, it's simply a passion. It's simply something I enjoy doing. Um, and it's never been forced on me, not a single time. Today, I'm talking to the pianist, Joe Bailey. Good morning, um, Joe. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. You're, you're in France now. I am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I, uh, I live in France right now, so it's definitely a bit of a lifestyle change from the United States, but uh, I love it. <laughs> oh, is it? So what, what brought you to France? So that's a, that's honestly an enormously long story, so I'll, I'll, I'll condense it a little bit for you. So okay, okay. in short, so I'm in the United States Army, to surprise, um, which is definitely one of the aspects of my life that people don't recognize right now with the hair, living in France, it's definitely a, a unique part of my life. And the reason I'm here in France is the Army sent me here for a three-year program to do something different, right? The Army is a pretty standardized thing. The military is a standardized thing. And obviously, we all know what that implies, what that job entails to an extent. Um, but because of the requirements of the military, they often give to us as officers, I'm an officer, a period of time that's a break, if you will, kind of a pause from the normal, right? So I found this program called the Olmsted program, which gave me the opportunity to learn French and then come over here and live abroad and get a master's degree at the uh, the university that's here. So it's been an incredible experience. Um, and during this time of kind of pause, if you will, um, I've been able to really focus in on music too, which has been a huge plus. So that's kind of the short version. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but why why French? What was the interest in French? So it's it's funny that you asked that. When I was younger, when I was a lot younger, I always thought, wow, it'd be cool to learn French. I, I'm pretty sure the ladies love French, so I think I want to learn French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of the, the, the silly way to look at it. But as I you know, as I grew up and, and, and got older, I, I just fell in love with the French culture, the cuisine. Um, I came out here in 2010 and saw it for the first time, and I just fell in love with it. So when I kind of realized I might have an opportunity through this program that I just described to do something with French or France in general, I jumped on it. So, um, yeah, I suppose that's why. <laughs> yeah, well, this is amazing that you get these opportunities um, from the, you know, from the, from the well, it's a government that, that then right. actually and they pay for you to do that yeah. yes ma'am yeah exactly and it's i mean it's, wow. a, it's a blessing definitely a gift. Yeah. So, but just like anything there's a cost right so i, I owe a little bit more time <clears throat> to the military okay. afterwards but mm -hmm. in my mind I mean, one of my goals in life was to become fluent in a foreign language and mm -hmm. because of this program I, I can say i've achieved a level of fluency in french that i would not have had otherwise so definitely very grateful for it and uh, you said that you you have a great interest in music was that always the case yes ma'am. I mean, so since a young age yes ma'am yeah absolutely so my entire life really i mean it's funny the the way i got into music into the piano rather when i was young probably eight or nine or something like that I was a very energetic kid. I had a lot of energy and I needed to find a way to kind of let it out. And so I wanted to play the drums. And 
my parents were like, uh, yeah, no, absolutely not. Maybe you start with piano. And um, my dad said, yeah, you're not playing the drums until you learn the piano and learn music basics first. <clears throat> and of course, I wasn't happy about that. I was frustrated. But that's probably the best no I've ever been told in my life because it opened up a world that I didn't know that I would fall in love with, being the piano specifically. And I didn't need to play the drums after that. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So I just started, I took lessons for about a year and a half after that. And my teacher, her name was Linda Wimberly, she helped me unlock this passion that I didn't realize I had. Um, and she encouraged me to learn the hard pieces that I wanted to learn. I mean, I, she taught me the basics, right? How to read music, how to do scales, how to understand chord structure, etc. But she didn't restrict me to that standardized path, if that makes sense. She, she encouraged me to jump into the Beethoven sonatas, the Chopin etudes, um, and you know, because of her, you know, I, and, and my parents forcing me away from the drums, you know, I found this passion in piano, so. But this is, uh, this is a very much different. So you, you didn't go that route where you started, you know, the basic stuff, so piano, and you gradually worked yourself up. So you were just thrown into the big stuff. Kind of, in, in a sense, yes, ma'am, because I remember... My friend, I had a dear friend named Ryan Trace who played the piano his whole life. So he was playing before I was. And we, we were friends. i go over to his house as a kid and I'd see him play these just really cool things. And I was always impressed by it. And I told myself, and this was before saying I want to learn piano, but I was always impressed by it. But when I realized that the piano was something I was going to be doing, I said, I need to learn the songs that Ryan played or something yeah. like you know, what Ryan could do because I was just so impressed. And so the first one that really caught my ear was Beethoven's Petitique Sonata, um, the first movement specifically. And ironically, that was the same piece that my teacher, Mrs. Wimberly, had played for her, uh, I believe, for for her final exam in, in, at her musical university. And so she was excited to help me learn it. And, and she said, you know what? We'll do some basics. We'll do some scales. We'll do some technique, et cetera. And we'll also practice the Petitique. So, yeah, you know, I kind of learned the basics at the same time as this master sonata by, by Beethoven. Um, That's incredible. Yeah. So, but do you think this also gives you some sort of freedom in front of the piano? You know, that you 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 already broke the rules a little bit so that you right. now keep on breaking it. You know, that it's easy to do it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, exactly. It, it definitely, it, it didn't give me, uh, it, I've never felt restricted with the piano i've never felt you know you have to do it this way you have to follow this progression you have to you know i've never felt like that which is which is nice because to me it's it's simply a passion it's simply something i enjoy doing um and it's never been forced on me not a single time and and with that you know i i because it's been a passion it's been a hobby it's been something that i've always wanted to do something with like in life maybe if that opportunity ever presented itself but up until now, it hasn't, and it really would be hard to do it with the military. But, um, but yeah, my path is definitely one that's kind of like this all over the place <laughs> with music, with life in general. So it kind of, kind of is like my life, yeah. Yeah, but I this is very interesting because uh, also uh, what I'm trying to get across also with uh, talking to different people and in different art forms is that you don't necessarily have to be a professional musician to be able to really go into an instrument and 
you know, and, and, and play it and enjoy it. And I see also on your Instagram page, because this is where I discovered you, but I like how you do it because you, you know, in, in our minds, sometimes we see the, the final product, but you never realize the, the, the struggles that you go through and you, you're really showing that, you know, you're really showing a guy who's, who's, you know, working at it. Um, but why do you call yourself the angry pianist? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it, it's more of a joke than anything. But but I mean, that is my true reaction when I practice. I get frustrated because I, I I'm a yeah. I'm a perfectionist. I mean, when I if I want to do something, I want to do it correctly, and that includes mm -hmm. music. And I, I mean, you could ask my dear mother who put up with years of me practicing and banging on their piano. Now I have my own, luckily. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so they'd get you know my mom like Joe stop banging the piano like stop getting angry at the piano practice like a normal child what's wrong with you so um but yeah so it kind of just comes from the fact that you know as you practice as you learn it's a frustrating process right like it doesn't come like that like you just said it's 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 a it's a grueling process sometimes to master and i would argue that you can never master music and i'll get into that in a second but it's a grueling process to master a piece so it's a really learn it in its entirety and um it can be frustrating so as i mentioned earlier I, I'm, I'm very energetic i've got kind of a loud personality and so it kind of clashes with the piano a little bit it's kind of the inverse of piano with the exception of some pieces but i kind of thought that would be a funny name to call myself and it makes sense with it. The yeah. videos I do, so. <laughs> no i absolutely love it so but you you. yeah but um, uh, you were saying about uh, not that that you feel that you can never perfect it, that you can never get that ultimate to that ultimate place in music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I mean by that is I, I don't think I think musical music is first of all it's very subjective, right? What might sound phenomenal to me as a final product could sound terrible to someone else. Um, my interpretation of of Chopin's Polonaise in A flat major could be completely different than how someone else would play it. And so to, to master something, I mean, it's, you're never going to please everyone, right? You're, you're always going to have dissenters or, or people who, who hear it and say, oh, I don't like how he played that portion, right? So mastery is, unless you're talking the ability to play every note and, 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 and every, you know, every musical, um, uh, oh, shoot symbol etc even so even yes we know symbols have definitions you know forte piano crescendo all that stuff it's interpreted differently so mastery is, is subjective in my mind so you'll never please everyone with with your version of mastery that's kind of what i mean by that yeah well i i spoke to a professor in piano last week and he said exactly the same thing that he's actually teaching piano and his students that you know that it can be the same piece, but they all play differently, and they and he allows that, he, or he encourages them to do it. You know, to really put their own stamp on it, and I think that makes music then interesting. You know, because we hear what you you are speaking through the piano. Right, exactly, and and music is. I've always told people that you know are interested in music and i talk about music with that music is a universal language i mean it is yeah. you can go into a room full of um 
Asians, Middle East, French, German, American, and, and Brazilians play a song and they're all going to hear it and listen to it and be intrigued by it. And it's going to tell them something. It's going to invoke emotion. And you can, in a way, tell them a little bit about you or how you feel or what you're thinking about through the music. And they'll understand that because emotion is, is a human thing. It's a human reaction. So, yeah, it is, it is a way to express yourself and everyone can understand it. But again, everyone's going to understand it a little differently. They're going to hear it differently. It goes back to the mastery point. Yeah. But now in being in the military, you have this acquired discipline um, and, and a routine and all that. Does it help for you to um, in the music, in, in practicing and, and getting your sort of motivation into it? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it, it does. I am, I am very regimented um, in mm -hmm. terms of time management for the most part. Being here in France has allowed me to kind of ease off, you know, extreme rigidity, um, which has been nice, kind of a nice break. But in terms of, of piano, I will, I, I dedicate probably, right now I just started school again, so I probably do about an hour a day on the piano, but during the summer I was probably practicing for up to three hours a day or so. Um, and as far as rigidity, I would focus in on a little section and play it 10, 20, 30 times until I'm just sick of it. And then I'll play it 30 more times, you know? So that discipline has definitely helped me improve my music. Uh, I would say it's, it's like anything. It's like any, it's like, you know, I played sports my whole life. So it's like sports, it's, it's muscle memory, it's repetition. It's, and, that, and that's the same in the military. It's, it's repetition of how to do certain tasks, certain drills, et cetera. And that absolutely applies to piano. And that's where music, that's where music becomes, music is the, the confluence of two things in my mind. It's the confluence of emotion and science techniques, right? And it's, it's because the piano is a technical thing. There are 88 keys. And if you play them a certain way, it creates a certain sound. And that's very technical. It's scientific. Um, you know, the intervals between keys are always going to produce the same sound. So the confluence of emotion and, and science is music. And so the ability to master that requires practicing both. Uh, yeah. So, but in now in the military, so um, before you went to the military, did was there any uh, thought in your mind of, you know, what I would love to be a, profes a professional musician, or was it just something that you always knew you will just do on the side? So. I've, I think I've always had in the back of my head that I think it would be really cool to do something professionally with music. Um, but I think the desire to do something more with it, like professionally, if you will, has been more in like seriously rather than just kind of a dream has been within the last couple of years. Um, the, the military and, and the United States Military Academy beforehand, you know, that kind of took all of my focus for a while. And now here in France and you know, the year before, I've had some time to kind of like reflect on what I want to do in the long term. And I would love to, to make piano a part of my life um, in terms of professional, professionally. I've, I've never had professional lessons. I, I haven't gone to music school. All I did was take those lessons with Mrs. Wimberly um, when I was 13 or 12 or however I don't know. Um, but beyond that, I, you know, I'm self-taught and I would love to find a way to do it professionally. 
But if that doesn't work, I'm blessed to have this as a passion and, and, and you know, the, the gift to just play and be happy with that. So, But in the military, while you were in the military now, um, did, was there time for you to also play? And, and was it something that um, you could sort of also do on the side? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, there was sometimes I had time. Um, the nature of the military, you move around a lot, right? You, you, you know, I've lived all over the United States. And now, obviously, I live in another country. I've deployed a couple of times to, to various places. And so with this kind of lifestyle, it becomes hard to sometimes find the time. In my, my last location, I was in Texas, and I had an electric piano there. But it's not the same as having a real piano, you know, it's, it's really not. And that kind of, that was a period of time that I kind of diverted away from piano. Not, not, I'd still play occasionally, but it just wasn't the same. Yeah. And so the military definitely has made it tough. But when I got to France, I bought a real piano and it's brought me unending joy. And now that'll be with me everywhere I go. So even the next place in the military, I'll be able to keep playing. But it, it, it does challenge your dedication to your passion in the military sometimes mm -hmm. but that's a part of it I mean. yeah you mentioned also now uh, previously there's um the connection that you can see between the science and the music do you think also in education um if if children can be taught say music or or any form of art alongside science and maths that that would really be beneficial because you now um, saying how this brings you so much joy and how, how you can actually also uh, um, see the benefit from the discipline, you know, that you can see, okay, well, you know, you, I also need discipline to play the piano. It's the discipline I've learned in the military. So um, that, that many of these things uh, um, link, you know, with, with doing certain things so that if, if children can be taught a form of art and that dedication that that will spill over to other uh, jobs that they start doing. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, yes, ma'am. I mean, I think it's very important to teach kids at a young age, the arts and not, not force it on them, but I think they should be given exposure to as many arts as possible. And I think naturally kids are going to find what it is that, that works for them. And that's yeah. how it was for me. I, we were forced to pick between uh, when I was in, in middle school, before high school. I, I don't know if middle school translates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I was 12 or so, um, 12, 13. We were required to choose between uh, chorus or band, right? So you either sing or you play an instrument. And that was required. And another one was either do art or literature, but we had to do some of literature, of course, it's normal. But I can't remember precisely. But my point is they exposed us to all the different forms of arts. Mm -hmm. And in line with that, the normal curriculum of, of sciences and technology and all that stuff. So and what that does, it, it exposes kids and, and helps them discover new passions. And, and, the, and, and you know, back to the, the, the technology, the science, technique and, and, and arts. I mean, to get better at any art, you have to apply and practice and you have to adhere to the sciences behind that art. So there is definitely, there's a natural connection between the two. Um, and it is important to teach that to kids that you can practice anything and get better at it, just like sports. And sports are the same as music in the, in the vein that 
you're not going to improve if you don't practice, right? And, and yeah. you're not going to, yeah. And so, yes, in short, children should be taught and at least have forced upon them because they don't know otherwise the arts to an extent. Yeah. And then they can choose their path. Yeah. <clears throat> but now, Joe, um, tell me what what is now the wish for you for the future? With your French and your your music, that is a very deep question. <laughs> well, I, I guess I think if I were to talk long term, I think I would love to play music professionally. I think that's that's my new kind of mentality that I've adopted over the last year. I, I would love to play professionally. I just have to figure out how. Because I, I still owe time in the military, which means that I'm going to move again. I'll leave France sometimes next summer. Um, but music is my passion. I mean, it is. And, you know, I, I like all types of things that are entertainment, restaurants, bars, hotels. You know, I would love to be in the service industry. I, I am involved in the service industry in some ways. Um, but I would love for music to become my life. And so I guess if, if that answers your question, I would like to play professionally. But it's going to be a little while before I can get there. So it's funny that what I've decided was in my head, I, I told myself, if I want to, if I want to prove myself, if I want to show that I can be in that world amongst professionals without having been professionally trained, without having any credentials from a musical university, I told myself, I'm going to learn one of the hardest pieces that exists. Yeah. So right now I'm working with Rachmaninoff's third piano concerto. And I'm maybe six pages in, and it is a monster. But I'm oh. learning it. <laughs> and I you're figured if I... The, you're banging the piano. <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, the piano suffers routinely. So I figured if I can learn that and say, yeah, I know this piece, maybe that will justify me in the future, not yeah. having had an education music so we'll see <laughs> well no but it's very interesting that you say that because there are many people that i've spoken to that didn't have any you know formal education in some form of art i mean i spoke right? to an actor yeah i spoke to an actor in canada who was uh, trained as an architect and he just decided he wanted to be an actor and he did a workshop to know what to do in an audition and um wow. He's an actor now, you know, and so, wow. I, yeah. So I think when when the will is there and the the vision, then it is possible, and uh, you just have to to get the door that's that's going to lead you to whatever you want to do. So, um, well, you've I made agree. the wish. Yeah, you've made totally. the wish now here on this channel, and many people who made wishes, um, their wishes came true. So we will have another interview when you're, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> when you when you wish. Fantastic! I'll be looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, keep me posted. <laughs> I will. I will. It's yeah. been a pleasure, Petra. Thank you very much. I, yeah, I really no. and. Uh, this is really cool. The, the 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 story that you're putting together for all of the artists. It's really cool. Your your objective with it. So I'm Very glad. Well you, I'm glad you enjoyed. It. And now I love your videos. I love that you just show it real. You know that it's it's real and it's seeing the process and um, and I think that's that's very encouraging. Also for 
for you know for many people who just want to do it for fun or want to do right. it as and uh, something on the side but now Absolutely. i just have one more question for you can you do a shout out for your favorite coffee shop in france or restaurant my favorite coffee shop or restaurant oh wow what do they call it uh, the city <laughs> so i guess my favorite place i'm going to give my favorite shout out to a uh, to the bread store that I go to. It's okay. it's uh, La Boulangerie de Farino Man. Um, yeah. Because that's the place that has probably taken most of my money. Because, you know, baguettes and bread in France are essential to life. And uh, <laughs> just like water. So I've spent probably a large amount of my paycheck. So I give my shout out to uh, La Boulangerie de Farino Man. Oh, okay. Joe, um, have a wonderful time and, and all the best with your um, French learning, your piano, and I hope you get the girl um, or uh, with the French right. <laughs> on the piano. It's an it's advantage. Um, and um, whenever you. you come to Vienna, let me know and we'll grab well, a coffee here. I would love that. In fact, Austria is on my list, so I will absolutely reach oh, really? out to you. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Joe, have a lovely afternoon. Uh, merci beaucoup. Okay. Take Bye. care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.